Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You see 18 large niches that have been carved into the perimeter of the room. Four of them hold massive gray furry creatures known as Quagoths. Let's back away slowly and quietly. Let's do this. Let's get out of here. We go outside to one of the buildings and camp there. When you make it back to the temple, you can actually hear some sounds like messy slurping and chomping. They're eating the lizard. Should Aslo go invisible and sneak through that room? Yeah, you know what, guys? I think I'm going to go invisible. Good luck, Aslo. Here goes, boys. I will work my way into the room. They're a little too absorbed in their eating to have heard you. There are some cabinets. Uh, I'd like to go over and carefully pull those open. You actually come across gilded ceremonial goods. The two of you who are outside of the room hear the door sliding open behind you. Let's cower in the darkness and hope they don't notice. And walk three more of these creatures. It doesn't take them very long to spot you. Let's everybody just remain calm. We can talk this through. Since Shaba gets advantage on initiative rolls, I rolled a 1 and a 19. Oh, wait, are we doing initiative? Yeah, man. It goes without saying. Oh. Yeah, roll initiative. Okay. 14. Uh, Shaba's is a 22, and Stripey's is a 9. Stripey's on the ground next to me currently. I hope it was worth saving him. Stripey? Yeah. Hmm. It depends on who you are. I mean, you do tend to... No no offense, but you tend to... I mean, like, in fairness, if I was playing a ranger, my pet probably would have already died during our adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just yep. saying you're very, very conservative <laughs> with Stripey. Yep. And while I respect that, like, it's We've probably had this why... Co- we had this conversation last alive. session. <laughs> you wanted me to make him attack, and then he did, and he got really hurt. So just yeah, cool. Yeah, but we it. saved him. Just chill. Cool your jets, all right? Saying. You know what? I know you're just saying, and you're right. We shouldn't have this conversation right now, Shaba, because they haven't spotted you yet. <laughs> Shouting at each other from across the room. <laughs> you're 110% right, Tokus, okay? I get it, all right? You're right. Guilty is charged. Let's just drop it. You could summon another pet. It's like you're not even using that ability because you're worried about the sake of the show and continuity of your pet character. No, I'm worried about the sake of Stripey. Okay? <laughs> Everything is about Stripey. We can get you a new gerbil, okay? New gerbils are not Stripey. Stripey <laughs> isn't even a gerbil to begin with, okay? You'll never know it's different. We'll just swap it. Mm. Like, your, like, like the parents that, like, yeah, we had that story last time. So you get where I'm going with this, Chaba. Mm-hmm. If anything, Stripey's the best tank in the party next to me. Yep. Not really, though. Chaba. <laughs> You're the first to respond. You see that they have all spotted Tokus in the corner. Actually, no, you can't see that. You hear them enter the room, and you could tell that Tokus was being rather loud. So I can't see them, so there's no real sense in shooting at them, is there? Because it will just give away my position. I mean, right? Hey, you're useless in the dark. I'm screwed. I put on my <laughs> lantern helmet, and I make ready to light it. I will, No, I'll put on my lantern helmet, I'll shroud the, the little the cover thing. And then I'll light it. <laughs> okay, that'll take your whole turn, I think. Yeah, all that. for sure. So it's lit, but the cover's closed. Two of the Quagoths start running towards Tokus. Shaba, we got company. <laughs> I got a bad feeling, bad about, feeling this. about this. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to bring bananas. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, crap. Everyone knows bears love bananas. Well, no, they're, they're <laughs> ape 
bears. But do they love bananas or things that bears love? Bapes or... Do they like trout or bananas? <laughs> or banana stuffed trout? Or are they mares? Mm. Bapes or mares? I mean, <laughs> monkey bears. I don't, I don't know. They actually can't reach you and attack in one movement, since you're all the way in the corner. Yeah, how wide is the room? Uh, the room is about 50 feet from the door to the wall, either direction. In either direction, so like 100 feet wide-ish, yeah. 110 wow. or so. Okay. They run up to you and look ferocious and like they're about to eat you in any second. Mm. Are they wielding weapons of any kind or just their big brute fists? They have big, strong-looking claws and Ugh. large muscles. That's going to hurt, I'd say, Tokus. The other one seems to be lingering back by the door just a little bit. Mm. Uh, Tokus, your turn. So they're really close. They're up in my face. Yeah, two of them are. Which one looks shrimpier? I'll just say the one on your left. Okay. The one on the left, I'm going to hex for strength. Uh, I'm going to whip out my rapier and give him the old... One, two, one, two. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty poor attack roll. <laughs> that's an eight. An eight does not hit. <laughs> real, real raggy. I'm going to use my action surge and take the dodge action. <laughs> you like that, which is curl up into the fetal position. Please oh. don't kill me. Please don't kill me. <laughs> I'm done. And I, this is the best I can think of. Hey, man. I just have to live long enough for Aslo to make it back in my mind. <laughs> or for Shaba to be relevant. <laughs> You're going to be waiting a long time for either one of those things, I'm afraid. I, he just needs a light source, okay, in fairness. Uh, which he has now. No, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. You're not sure exactly what is happening, but all of a sudden, your shield begins to glow red hot in your hands. What? what the crap? Can these things cast spells? Can we hear them saying anything? You don't hear them saying anything. They're growling. What about the one in the... I'm, I'm going to glance at the one in the hallway that stayed back. Is he doing something fishy? Yeah. It looks like it's just standing there staring at you. I'm on to you, ape. Staring, like, intently? <laughs> What? Can I still hold the shield, or is it, like, burning hot? So, it is burning hot. You take 12 points of damage, oh, and ouch. you can drop it if you wish, or you can make a con save to try to hold on to it. I mean, like, am I going to have to con save every turn to hold the burning shield? As long as it's burning, I assume. I, I'm going to drop it and just take the 12 points of damage. Oh, dude. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I thought he said earlier these things only have, like, just above animal intelligence. Uh, I don't know that that was confirmed. I think the DM's wrong, guys. I think he, he misunderstood these creatures. I thought that was what you said. You thought that they possessed only animal intelligence or above animal intelligence. I think you think that I thought I said that because Thane said that, and then I said it later. Oh, uh, okay. And then I conveniently put on my backup shield. <laughs> <laughs> You put on your inflatable shield. You just press a button and it goes... <laughs> it's great for reflecting attacks. Yeah. Bounces right back at him. <laughs> really bouncy. I'm actually going to have Aslo roll initiative to... 14 plus 3. 17. We need to be not doing this fight. It's going to alert the others. So it's not your turn, but you hear a loud clanging of metal on stone outside. Hmm... Okay. <laughs> Is that why I should have held the shield? As the Klagoths pound Tokus into pulp. And it's now Stripey's turn. All that you and Stripey can see is the glowing shield. Stripey climbs up into my pack. <laughs> okay. Shaba? Can I, as part of a move action, can I just flick open the bullseye helm? Isn't that your item interaction for the turn? Yeah. 
I assume so. Yeah. Just want to make sure. All right, so I flip that baby open. Sixty feet uh, cone of bright, and then a further sixty feet of dim. Okay, so you can just barely see all the way across. Yeah, and then I'm gonna take a shot at the dude. I'm gonna mark the dude who's standing in the doorway and take a shot at him because if I try to shoot the other guys, then I don't necessarily know that he's like staring at Tokus and may or may not be responsible for the shield thing that's happening, but he's the easiest target. Uh, 22 to hit. That hits. Nine damage. That includes your mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rolled a one on the d6 for the mark. Shame. Well, you shoot it in the back, and it turns around and spots you now in the corner. I move my head so that the light is pointing directly in its face. Seems like it doesn't like the light very much. Kind of <laughs> attempts to shield its face a little bit. Do you do anything else on your turn? If I begin to, like, strafe along the wall, then I'll kind of put the rows of pews sort of in between me and him so that he won't have like a straight shot to run towards me so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna begin to move along the wall that brings you closer to the door that aslo went through how close how close do you want to get how close is it (laughs) you could almost reach it it's like 40 feet away from you 40 feet um let's go never mind on that plan uh what is the door (laughs) the door that is before that one how far away is that one the door that where we found the books about 20 feet 20 feet i go 20 feet to that door and i step inside okay (laughs) hiding in the office boldly standing in the doorway of the office thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) gonna need some support here shava i'm doing the best i can tokus (laughs) i'm far more effective at range you know that well range something I am. I just shot the guy in the back. Did Tokus' shield stop glowing when I shot that guy in the back? Uh, No, it's still hot. Mm. The arrow strike didn't seem to do a whole lot to it. I mean, well, sure. These look like big, tough creatures. Yeah. Either he passed his concentration check, or he wasn't responsible for it in the first place. Did I need to make concentration, by the way, earlier? I took damage while I'm hexed, hexing. Um, yeah, DC 10. So that's a nine total. So you lose the hex. Dang it. What the hex took us? <laughs> and your AC without the shield is 16. Mm-hmm. They still both managed to hit you. I will cast shield. So Tokus is like, haha, I do have another shield. It's a spell shield. <laughs> Backup shield. <laughs> All right. So you cast shield and that turns both of their would-be hits into misses. <sighs> Something tells me that was about to hurt. <laughs> I can't just be a punching bag forever, guys. No. You have to become a tank, just as you've always been meant to be. (laughs) Well, I can pop shield a few times in combat, so... That's good. Ezlo, you can hear growling coming from outside as well, and possibly yelp of pain if Tokus would have shouted. Oh, I'm sure it really hurt. Like, I might be missing some skin, or have some second-degree burns. Okay, so then, once I hear that it's more than just a fluke or a noise in my head, I pop my head around the corner with a light to see if the beasts in this room next to me are the ones that are out there fighting them or if they are going that way. At the moment, they're still at the table, but all of them have their attention turned towards the doorway. (sighs) After you move out of the kitchen and into the dining area, you've got probably another 15 feet of movement that you could take, and these guys are 25 feet away. I'm just going to pull out my crossbow and ready in action to attack... Once they get over toward the door. Aslo, if you were to alert them to your presence, they could turn around and just 
destroy you, then come help the others. I mean, well, you wouldn't know that they're as smart as Chaba and I have discovered, though. Yeah, it's true. I'm just thinking if I, like, I can't run past them this turn, and there's a chance that they just start moving toward the door this turn anyway, so then essentially they run into me and start attacking me anyway. You're not in their way. But if I run over there... Yeah, so just chill. Just hang tight. Yeah. Tokus. Yeah, this is a problem, guys. We got a, we got an issue here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, I think we're kind of outgunned here. Yeah. So should we start making for the exit? Probably should. Okay. But I don't know if you guys can outrun them, though. I don't know if I can outrun them. They may be faster than me. Shaba, we stand and fight? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Tokus will green flame blade, the, the one that looked weaker. Tokus's last stand. <laughs> yeah. You're all fully healed and rested, so... <laughs> nope, we're gonna die. We're gonna die here, Thane. <laughs> Don't put so much faith in us, please. <laughs> okay, so that is a 16 to hit. 16 hits. Okay, so they take three, and then I will skewer the other. All right, and I get uh, six damage from my rapia. So you slash it, and the fire spreads, creating a nice arc from one to the other. They kind of reel back a little bit at the flame and light, but continue their aggressive posture. They don't like light? Well, I mean, they are underdark dwellers, mm. so there's that. Shaba, as you're watching, the one in front of the doors seems to shimmer for a moment and divide into four identical versions of itself. Oh, gosh. What? He is a spellcaster. Oh, Jeez. Man. Yeah, we're death screwed. And all of them <laughs> are looking at you. Ugh. Yeah, we're for sure hosed. Tokus, why haven't you memorized Counterspell by now? <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't crossed my mind. <laughs> it then begins to walk towards you. Okay. And makes it most of the way across the room. Stripey. He'll peek out with just his eyes above the back of my pack. Well, but Stripey could take out some of those illusions, Chava. Stripey could also die, Tokus. I could die. <laughs> We're, we all could die any second. <laughs> How far away is this dude from me now, the spellcaster? He's actually probably still like 35, 40 feet. 35, 40 feet. Okay. Well, then he can't get to me unless he moves moves next turn. So Stripey will just hop out of my pack. He'll stand at my feet, and then he'll get ready to attack anything that comes within melee range of me. Okay. So he'll be just kind of in front of you, ready to attack. Beside me, but yeah. Then in Shaba's turn. I'm going to... Hmm. I think quadra shot. Yeah, I think we have to kill, take out the spellcasters <laughs> as much as I hate to admit it. Yeah, load four arrows, turn bow sideways, and fire. Yeah, how many images did you say there are? Four. Four? Oh my god. Four total. This is awful. There's always a chance that you hit the right one. There is. Wait, didn't you mark the main one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that do anything no. in relation to mirror image? No. All right, I'll keep shooting at the spellcaster. As much as I would like to just target one of the guys who's attacking you, Tokus, like, this guy's just going to keep casting spells for as long as mm -hmm. he stays alive. So, Well, as long as he has spell slots, he will. Well, yeah, but I imagine he's got a few more spell slots at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, 19 to hit him. Okay, your arrow strikes one of the images, which disappears in a puff of smoke. Yay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> huh, what should I do with my move action, guys? He's 40 feet away from me. Should I just shut the door? So that way he has to open it? Yes. Okay, I do that. I shut the door. Okay, is Stripey inside or outside? He's inside. He's next to me, like I said. All right, I'm done. You shut yourself in and leave Tokus all alone. <laughs> I stand exactly where <laughs> I'm standing with the ability to open the door at a moment's notice. Or let the other guy do it. 
<laughs> I'm simply attempting to not be targeted by his next spell. That's all. And now for the two that are attacking Tokus. So that's a hit. Maybe I should shield again, guys. Can you? Well, how, how many hits? Just one hit? You have to decide after the first hit. Ah, all right. Another shield. <sighs> I just have faith that my friends will come to my rescue. <laughs> you gotta be attacking them back, though. So shield is a good idea, yeah. Shield saves you from another hit. <sighs> you don't yet know how strong these guys may or may not be, but you're hoping that you never have to find out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the ones that are in the room with Aslo start to stand up and make their way towards the door. I will wait until the last one is going through the door, and then I'll shoot. Okay. Take your shot. Here goes nothing. <sighs> Unfortunately, that was a natural one. <sighs> Fortunately, Fortunately, I'm you're halfling, So baby. I'm going to re-roll that. Oh, yeah. All right, well, four, but uh, we have pluses, <laughs> so that's going to be a nine. Uh, nine is not enough. Uh-huh. It like, it's like in the door jam and the guy just stops <laughs> in his tracks yeah. and turns around. <laughs> so your crossbow bolt whizzes over its shoulder and just flies across the room. And hits Tokus on the other side. Ah, <laughs> oh, betrayal! <laughs> <No>! <laughs> uh, and then, as soon as that happens, I think I'd like to turn back behind the uh, doorway of the kitchen. Turn into the doorway of the kitchen behind the wall. It's your turn as soon as, right after you're ready to action. Oh, okay, cool. Well, in that case, I want to fire again. <laughs> uh, and you're no longer invisible. Yeah. That's correct. So, that would be a 15 to hit. Hit. All right. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Uh, that would be eight damage. So then, after I shoot, I will essentially duck back behind the wall into the kitchen. Okay. While I reload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the sound of crossbow makes when you reload it. a shot crossbow. <laughs> a shell clatters to the floor. <laughs> ding, ding. All right. I think that's my turn. Tokus, your turn. You can't see the others that have just entered the room, but you could see the one that split off into multiple pieces before running towards Shaba. So I'm in close combat. I wouldn't be able to, like, pop off a fireball on the caster, would I? No, you can't see them anymore. They ran into the darkness. Oh, they're gone now. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm dealing very minimal damage here, even if I'm hitting with my green flame blade. I might just want to try to prolong the fight. You, I mean, you got to attack. You, you, you're not making any progress against him if you're not attacking, right? If you're not dealing any damage at all, you're not doing anything. All right. I ready another green flame blade. Here we go. Ooh. Uh, 23 to hit. That hits. So three damage to the other, and that was crappy damage. Three rapier damage. <laughs> Rolled a one. Okay, so you scratch and sizzle. Is green flame blade, blade like you just cast that once and it does that extra three damage and that's the whole spell? It's a yeah. So it's a melee cantrip. I get I get one. That's a cantrip. Okay. Yeah, I get one melee attack and then it also does the other. Now next level it gets way better. It actually deals extra flame damage on the melee attack and it does the jump. Nice. So right now it's a little weak. Mm-hmm. What stinks is next level I get extra attack at the same time, so... <laughs> Shava, the door in front of you opens up, All right. and you see those three creatures looking at you. <laughs> no, they've multiplied. And I guess Stripey can take an attack. Uh, 20... 21 to hit, actually. That hits. Uh, 10 damage. Stripey bites hard, and the creature reels back. Oh! Yeah, the real one. Nice. Nice. I didn't have enough movement left to do anything else, so <sighs> we're actually back around to Stripey's turn. <sighs> okay. 
Stripey will try to hit again. <laughs> Come on, buddy. The images all kind of meld together uh, and shift out once again, so you're not sure which one's the real one. Mm, uh, I mean, unless... I mean, he is a spellcaster, so maybe his AC is low. Uh, 11? 11 to hit? Yeah. 11 hits one of the images, which disappears. <sighs> oh, okay. Ooh. Awesome. All right, so there's just two left. And one of them is the real one. <laughs> yeah, even a miss is good in that case. All right, good job, Stripey. Nice work. Maybe Tokus was right. Maybe you can serve a purpose in combat after all. <laughs> no, seriously. Next level, though, it will get better when he can... Yeah, what, he so and what I, does he get next level? Because hang, hang on, this isn't just a question for me. Think about the listeners. Like, they're very emotionally invested in Stripey, just <laughs> just like you are. Right, right, just like me. Aren't we all? But, like, is Stripey ever going to D&D? Probably more so than in the other characters. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> normal badgers, a normal stock badger that you find in your local treehouse grocery store in the wild yeah is equipped with the multi-attack ability animal companion badgers however are not once i get to fifth level my animal companion gains what is a pseudo multi-attack ability in other words he gets his normal attack but then during my turn when he is able to see me attack he gets to attack at the same time so as long as we have we're in line of sight to each other he can see that i'm attacking he gets to attack again that's handy. Okay, so you're all of a sudden going to get Stripey into combat next level? He's been in combat off and on for a while. Yeah, he, he has. He's been in, in enough combats. He's just not in the ones where I feel like there's real danger to him. Combat builds character. <laughs> it does, literally. I mean, I feel like a combat where it looks like we're losing, you definitely should include him. Like this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shava, your turn. I shoot that guy in the face, and I hope it's the right one. <laughs> okay, you, if you're Dang it. If you're shooting into melee, you do have disadvantage. Oh, is he in melee? He's on the other side of the door, and you just close the door. Is it worth it for you to maybe take a hit but move, Shaba? Is that what you're thinking? Well, no, I think... So I can't, like, do a five-foot step back and shoot him, right? That's not a thing anymore? Right. Okay. Yeah, I'll just do disadvantage and hope I roll better than a four on the second one. Well, wait, if you're just trying to take out the mirror image, shouldn't you go with your sword? Dang it! I rolled a one on my second attack. <laughs> All right, so that's an eight to hit. Well, a one always misses. Shucks. All right. Yep, I miss. What was the first one? I rolled a four, and I figured, okay, well, that's an 11, and Stripey just knocked out a mirror image with an 11. So, sorry, what were you saying, Tokus? What did you want me to do? Uh, I was suggesting switching weapons since you're in melee. If you're just trying to take out the mirror image, like, a hack of your sword would be useful. Yeah, fair. Okay, that's fair. I may have to next turn. I probably should have. You're right. It's fine. I just kind of felt like I had already made the decision. Almost out of spell slots, by the way. I've been blowing them on shield every mm. turn pretty, pretty much. <laughs> well, I keep getting hit. Yeah. And you will be again. Another hit, shield. But it's my last spell slot. Dude, it's worth it. Tokus is just like, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, worth it. Just imagine him like in the corner and he's just like this little <laughs> bubble of energy. <laughs> Fortunately, it doesn't save you from any of them no. this time. No! Oh, God. They were all high rolls. No, and I still waste the spell slot. <laughs> Each of them claws you twice. Ooh. Good night. I think I'm down. <laughs> There's seven of these guys. We haven't even killed one of them. Yeah. <laughs> nope. We need to call, uh, we need to, we need to light the beacon. Yeah. You take 28 points of damage. Oh. Okay, I'm not down. <laughs> okay, you're not I'm down. I'm not down, but All I'm right. basically down. Oh my gosh. We need to come up with a plan, guys, so this is over. I think the plan is clear at this point, right? 
Yeah. What plan is that? The plan is run. I believe that was plan B and a half that we had <laughs> talked about before. Yeah. Before this little <laughs> excursion. The one that Aslo shot turns back and runs towards Aslo. Okay. Yay. You're hiding in the kitchen? Mm-hmm. All right, so he makes it to you but can't also attack. Okay. The other ones, not sure anyone can really see them at this point. One of them runs into view of Tokus, and the other two step in behind the spellcaster. Aslo's turn. I will uh, drop bow and draw sword and attack. That would be a 20 to hit for max damage of 13 piercing. Ooh, slice. Nice. Um, (laughs) Carve an A into his throat. (laughs) (laughs) Then I would like to... Go invisible again. (laughs) Drop trow and run. (laughs) Yeah, and run away. (laughs) Dinko, 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 dinko. I'd like to use Blade Flourish, spending one of my Bardic Inspiration dice. And I will use Defensive Flourish. So first I get to spend a Bardic Inspiration die and add its result to the damage, which is two, so two more. And then I also get to add that result to my armor class until next turn. So I swipe at him and then hold out that sword defensively. (laughs) That was a fairly heavy wound, but he looks pretty tough. So okay. he's still standing in front of you and just looks, if anything, even more angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted. Tokus. Let's start with second wind. Okay, so that is eight life points. <laughs> <laughs> life points. <laughs> eight what? LPs. Eight hit points. Whatever. <laughs> you guys know what I meant. Shaba, did your uh, head lamp have any effect on the dude in front of you? Um, it blinded him. I mean, it didn't blind him. It seems like they just don't like it. Okay. It's not, yeah. really it's not doing like much. melting their flesh or anything. Because <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that would like be sweet. <laughs> that would be awesome. Me clicking my heels together and stomping. Is that <gasps> is that like an extra thing I can do? <laughs> that is... Like my movement or what? Is that a bonus action? Well, I just used my bonus action. I mean, if, if I'd remembered that I was wearing those boots this whole time, I could have been stomping. Yeah, if it's a... It's too late now. If it's a regular action, then it's... The boots probably aren't even worth having, I would think, because if that takes the place of your normal attack... I'm still better off... Well, my green flame blade's been real weak sauce. Yeah. This knocks them prone, and then they have to at least... This is all stuff we should have talked about earlier. I forgot about the boots. Yeah, I forgot about the boots, too. Bonus action, you can click your heels together to activate or deactivate just loud stomping noises. As an action, you can stomp with the boots, which does the shockwave and does damage and knocks everyone back. What was the damage on that again? 1d6, if they fail their save. Ugh. So that's 1d6 to both of them versus me dealing 3 to one of them and maybe decent damage to the other. It's also a saving throw for them. Save or nothing. Uh, yeah, that's true. So it's it's either all or nothing. Hmm. Well, so is the other thing, isn't it? Or how does Green Flame Blade work in that regard? Do I actually have to hit for it to deal the three? I think so. If I was engaging more than two enemies at once, it's awesome. So if they fail their save, do they also get knocked prone? Is that how that works? Yes, with the that's boots? the yes. advantage of doing this. So either they make their saves and nothing happens, or they fail and they take damage and get knocked prone. Correct. Yes. Don't forget, there's also the withdraw action, Tokus. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about using. What, just run away? Yeah. Yeah, but they're going to catch up to me. 
That's true. Or were they kind of slow? Like, did we discover how, about, how far they know. can move? I don't know if they're fast They or seem slow. about average speed. Uh, about average speed. Average speed? Okay. I mean, if I disengaged and sprinted using maybe my inspiration, I mean, I'm, I'm th- thinking I could maybe run to Aslo and maybe grab a heal. Or if you, you could heal me, too. You're right. Yeah. So I really do need to get to where you guys are, don't I? The major problem here is that pretty much all of them can come to bear on you at once, and you're all separated. We are weak, separate, strong together. My instinct is that they just want to protect the temple. I don't know that they would pursue us beyond the temple doors. I don't know. Maybe they will chase us down the street, but they've also just eaten, and so they're not necessarily, like, trying to be desperate enough to kill us for food. So maybe we just... Some of them have eaten... True, but I, there's there's meat left over. They've got a big store, as we saw in the kitchen, as Asla saw in the kitchen. Maybe we have to risk running away. Yeah, risk it for the biscuit. Well, this is more like risk it for not the biscuit, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is risk it to not get anything. Tokus does one of those like where he's seeing his life flash before his eyes, and I kind of survey the room. Is there anything that I didn't notice <laughs> on the first take? You notice a bazooka. <laughs> is there is there like a chandelier or anything interesting like that? <laughs> Not in here? No. Nothing? Nothing on the ceiling? Nothing? Yeah, there's just the columns, the pews. Some of them are broken. And then all the doors. Pews. 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 How does this magical item interact with things that could be knocked over or pushed? I don't know that that's really a factor that needs considering. Well, I'm tr- I'm trying to think about the environment. That's the only other factor. I've looked at my character sheet. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing here that's going to save me. I'm looking at the environment now. I'm I'm thinking about the lighting lore. I'm thinking about smashing all the pews into the gorillas. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I don't think you have the ability to take advantage of the environment in that way. It doesn't push. It just knocks things down. It's like a minor earthquake. Could I lure one of the pews into them? It wouldn't really do much. Yeah, again, I don't think that that's going to be any more effective than... Just me attacking? Attacking or using the boots or running away. Yeah. And they're big and strong, so they can make a strength save against your boots and nothing could happen. So you gained eight hit points on the... Yeah, I'm at ten right now. Oh, you are? Oh, good night. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, no shield. The shield is still red hot, right? It is still hot. Oh, really? Wow. Shoot. He's concentrating on both of those spells at the same time? No, I think it just takes a while to cool down. Your image isn't a concentration spell. Oh, wow, it's not. Oh, dang. It's not. Yeah, it's a really good spell. P.S. I just checked the book, and bards cannot learn mirror image, even though I really want to, because that spell's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wish I, lo- I knew uh, Blur. Um, mm. Okay, so we're talking about running away. So I would disengage in this instance, mm-hmm. right? Disengage is a... F- it's, you have to use your whole everything, right? Just your action. Your action. Use your action to disengage, and you... Uh, is it disadvantage on attacks against you? No, no one can attack you when you... Yeah, no attacks of opportunity. Yeah, if, yeah, if I do disengage, yeah. So a disengage and a full move towards the entrance of the cave? Is that what we're talking about? The entrance of the temple. I mean, the other thing I see us doing is I run towards you guys and try to pick up a heal. I, th- I honestly, I think we're outmatched here. I don't think we can win this combat. Um, do we kind of basically say that? I say, guys, I don't think we can handle this. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think you're right. Okay. We better get out of here. All right, so Tokus is going to disengage and 
double move make for the entrance of the cave? You can't disengage and double move, but you disengage and move as quickly oh. as you can towards the entrance. I'm just so worried I'm just going to move away and they just kill me anyway. Mm. That's what it feels like. This feels like a waste. I don't know. I, I got nothing left. No spell slots, no second wind, no nothing. No action surge. Yeah. Yeah. We got to make a break for it. I got to. All right. Well, that's... that's got to beat feet. That's my turn. Making a break. All right. So you make it as far as you can, getting close to the doors. This is all coming crashing down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, the spellcaster. Shaba, make a constitution save. Huh. Uh, 14. Okay, that succeeds, so nothing happens. But you feel some sort of pressure as if your body's being squeezed all around, and then you mm. manage to shake it off. <laughs> that was rather unpleasant. <laughs> Actually, I kind of liked that a little bit. <laughs> the shield stops glowing. No, mm. but it's all the way back there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Stripey's turn? Stripey will... I don't think it's even worth trying to get rid of the last image, is it? I mean, I would technically just run by and scoop Stripey up on my way out. Yeah, if Stripey has nothing else to do, though, he might as well attack, and then you can scoop him up. Yeah, okay. Or attack and climb on your back. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Stripey's going to try to attack. Uh, that's a 10. 10 does not hit. All righty. And then Stripey will climb up. So, Stripey's mount. Stripey's mount, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the disengage action, and I'm going to run through one of the spellcasters and hope that it's the image. <laughs> <laughs> okay, normally you can't run through another creature's space. Make an attack roll. <laughs> but I am going to give you a 50-50 on just picking right and charging straight through here. Uh, all right, should I roll a... Roll whatever you want. Pick high or low. Okay. D8, pick high or low. I'm going to pick high. Oh, I got a four. All right. So <laughs> I picked wrong. <laughs> Do you, like, deal, like, tackle damage? <laughs> <laughs> tackle damage. No, if I picked wrong, that means I got the image, right? Because I was trying to get... Oh, no. Was I trying yeah, to get the image or the main guy? The image. I was trying yeah. to get the image, yeah. So you charge into one of them. So I run right into the guy. Let's turn this into a shove attack. Okay. So make athletics. Okay. Shaba uses stiff arm. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a nine. It's bad. I rolled a tie because I rolled really low. So wow. what happens on a tie? Tie goes to the runner, and in this case, I'm running. <laughs> if you win the contest, you either knock the target prone or push it five feet away from you. Uh, so I guess on a tie, like if you tie the target's armor class, you win, right? So I guess on a tie, I would win, since I'm the one making the attack. Either that or it's a reroll. It does say that a shove is a special attack. Therefore, it follows the rules of attacks. Mm. Wow. I just won by being stupid. <laughs> All right, so I bowl him over and knock him to the ground and then run out of the room. And I've got a plus five on my athletics, and I just rolled terribly. <laughs> oh, oh, my wow. gosh. Uh, out of sheer luck, you managed to run straight through the yeah, no caster <laughs> and charge towards the door. <laughs> uh, that was absolutely sheer luck. All right, so you make it about halfway to the door. Both you and Tokus are about halfway there. All right. Shaba, thank goodness you're back. Oh, thank goodness you're alive. Well, most of me is. It's my turn now? Unfortunately. <laughs> oh gosh, that's a lot of dice. The one of the two on Tokus comes up behind you and claws you in the back for nine points of damage. Ow. Ouch. 
That leaves you at one, I believe. Yeah, I'd be at one. <laughs> Another one closes in on Shaba from the reinforcements from the dining area. Two of them attack Shaba, but both got minimum damage, so you take a total of eight. Hmm, okay. And there's still the one on Aslo attacks, and you are defending. Uh, you were hit once for five points of damage, yes. Hmm, okay. And that concludes my turn. Aslo. So I heard Tokus shout that they're running, right? <laughs> we're running away! <laughs> yeah, you would have heard. I think I would like to bonus action spit on the guy's face in front of me. <laughs> mm, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And then action, cast invisibility, and then run. Nice, nice, nice. So you go invisible and run. Sure you don't want to save your bonus action for something else? Uh, <laughs> like what did you have in mind? I don't know. No, don't do it. You definitely spit in the guy's face. <laughs> That's the most economical option. Yeah, don't we can't turn back. do physical damage, we can at least do emotional damage. <laughs> okay, so you make it most of the way to the door. Oh, object interaction, I pick up my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, grab your crossbow, turn invisible, spit in his face, and run basically to the run. door. <laughs> yeah. Tokus. Uh, I mean, run. they're in melee with me again, so I can't run. I mean, I'm going to run. It's disengage. Just, I can't. Disengage. They, run. But they're just going to catch up to me again. Tokus, I will pick you up. Where you didn't have the strength to walk, I will carry you. <laughs> Where there were one set of footprints, they will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shaba, I'll keep running. So I'll, I'll disengage and again make for the entrance. Okay, so you make it to the door to the chapel between the chapel and the entrance, and it is the spellcaster's turn. Since its previous attempt failed, it decides to just move up after Shaba and try to attack physically. Doesn't it have to stand up first? Uh, that's true. It stands up, which costs half of its movement, and your movement brings you... A full movement away yeah. from it. I think you are five feet outside of its reach. Dang. Wow, these things do move fast, then. Thanks to you knocking it prone accidentally, it doesn't quite reach you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. Hooray for dumb luck. <laughs> and Stripey is hiding in your pack, I guess. Yeah. And then Shaba. All right. I uh, take the disengage action and I run by and scoop Tokus up in my arms and just keep right on trucking. <laughs> Woo! Through the doors. You can really just barely make it to the doors also. So you're both kind of in the doorway. But that does at least limit how many of them can get to you. All right. This is a real nail biter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. The Damage Guild Podcast. Proudly fueled by the blood of our enemies. All right, look. Here's the deal. Here at the DGP, we believe in spreading the love. It's like after I watched the first season of Game of Thrones, remember back when Game of Thrones was actually good, I was like, man, that was a good show. I want more of that show. But I can't have me some more of that show until next season. And I have to wait till next season for that. So I went online and I was like, what up, Google? Shows that are like GOT. And Google was like, here you go. That's how I found The Last Kingdom, which is now my favorite show of all times and is at least three times as better as Game of Thrones, especially the final three seasons, which George R. R. Martin didn't write. But I digress. My point is that when you really love something, you want as much of that thing or something like that thing as you can possibly get your hands on. And I know I love D&D podcasts, and I bet you do too. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this right now, unless you're one of those people who enjoys torturing themselves by consuming media that they hate. 
I don't know any people like that, but if you're like that, seriously, you're a weirdo. Stop it. So our friends over at Tales from Moxferry have a podcast. It's called Tales from Moxferry, and it's a D&D podcast. Here's what they have to say for themselves. Hi, I'm Josh, and I run an actual play podcast that I'd like you to check out. I'm using the Godbound system, and I create a sandbox-style game in a large city called Moxfury. All the player characters are evil, and I think that this really creates an interesting narrative because... Nobody cares! I, Azriel, had to reconfigure reality to become the evil saint of Palor. Now I plan to overthrow the government of Moxfury and amass followers. Then I will become... You wouldn't know the first thing about reconfiguring reality. I did it, not you. I, Milana, want no part of your feeble plan. When my plan comes to fruition, all of Moxfairy will become my undead army, with them at my command. They have to be dead before they become undead. I'm going to silence this entire city and prove myself. Prove Gerlach worthy of the goddess of the void. No! Leave the monsters! I, Nuak Godslayer, will raise an army of monsters. They will overthrow our human leaders and live free, and I will be there. Well, you quit your bickering, I shut your faces. I, Brimstone, hear enough voices in my head without all of you talking over each other. Other. All I want to do is kill the wizard Shalazar. It doesn't sound too difficult, does it? If I have my way, it will be. Check out Tales from Moxray or wherever you find your podcasts or geekspective.com. Hey guys, check us out on the social medias. We're on the Insta, we're on the Twitter, we're on the MyBook, the BookFace, the Spacebook, all that stuff. We're on all the YouTubes, Twitch, and Discord. Go to thedamageguild.com and click social from the top menu and get social with us. Also on our website, while you're there, click on shop from that top menu and check out our store. We've got lots of sweet merch with memes from the show. We have a shirt that says, Felmendar, like actually like that. It actually says, Felmendar, in that tone of voice. And then lastly, but not leastly, take a look at our Patreon. That's also a link from the support section of the top of our website. Our patrons are the number one cool kids in the neighborhood and if you want to be like them, you'll have to show your loyalty by giving in to peer pressure and becoming one yourself. It's the only path forward, and it's the only way to achieve such glory. Have a great two weeks. We'll see you in the next episode. Enjoy the rest of this one, and until then, destiny is all. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Oh, those are bad rolls for them. Good for you. Those that can still reach you close in, and Shaba is struck twice for 8 and 11 points of damage. Alright, so on the 11, I'll use Stones Endurance. Um, okay, so that shrugs off uh, 6 of it. So 8 and 5, so a total of 13. And altogether, this group is blocking the doorway. Yeah. So the others have kind of backed off a little bit and are waiting for some opportunity to strike, it looks like. So there's a, there's a big kerfuffle. So I'm in front of Shaba. Shaba's in the doorway, and then those two are in the doorway as well. And then the other two are kind of standing behind that cluster. Pretty much, yeah. And Aslo, the one that's near you, just looks at the spot where you disappeared and seems to be searching all around, looking at the ground, <laughs> trying to find some sign of you. So your turn. Very handy spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I continue to run. Now, I would need to have the bowl of hidden fire active uh, in order to not trip over something and die. Yeah, I think you had it active already. Yeah, okay. So then that guy would probably have seen the fire go past him, basically, but 
He would have seen a light source moving past him, but he can't yeah. see you, and then the light disappeared. Yeah. And actually, anything I carry is invisible. So, does that mean the light is invisible, too? Mm-hmm. The light source is <laughs> invisible. Okay. Light is invisible by nature of the bowl itself. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, so I just keep running. So you run more like into the middle of the room and wait for an opening when you'll be able to leave. Yeah, exactly. Could you grab my shield on the way out? <laughs> I'll see if I see it. Don't worry about it. Don't you know what? Don't worry about it. It's fine. I'll get a new one. I'll get a better one later. It's not like it's integral to my character or anything. Actually, I'm an idiot. I could have, I could have, uh, Chaba, you were close enough. I could have made them have disadvantage. Except that requires that you're wielding a shield. I don't have my shield. (laughs) Yep, yep, I'm useless. I need the shield. Just get the shield, if you can. You could shout at him as you're fleeing, hoping that he can grab it on his way out. Yeah. Aslo, don't forget my shield. I'll try. No promises. (laughs) But you shouldn't talk right now. Maybe you're invisible. Yeah, you can't talk. Oh, I can't talk right now. Never mind. Can you create a distraction to draw some of them away from the door without revealing your position? Potentially, yeah. If I throw something, it would have to be while they're not looking, I'd have to throw something over into another corner of the room or something. Doesn't that count as, like, object interaction? As As long as as I don't cast a spell or attack. Oh. Those are the two things. You could drop something loud in the corner, yeah. Tokus, your turn. I'm not in melee combat, right? Chaba's kind of buffering for me. You're both together in the doorway, but he's more in front than you are. Okay, so, like, in other words, would I cause reactions if I was to sprint? No, I'll let you have it. You're going to sprint out of my arms? Don't you think I should be running? Because I'm, I'm encumbering you, Shaba. No, I think I should be running with you. Shaba has a faster movement, right? Yeah. Yeah, but if I dash... Shaba can dash. Yeah, I can also dash. Yeah, but you're going to have to disengage here and then dash. So I actually move faster than you if I dash here, right? I can move 50. Shaba could throw you. Yeah, I was going to say I could throw you through the doorway, and then you could. <laughs> I'm going to book it. Okay, and you make it to the front entrance. Nice. Ah. <laughs> shut, throw the door shut behind you. You're home free. No. <laughs> Aslo is the only one in a position to see this, but two of the monsters who are standing near the door suddenly have some of their wounds close over. Oh, what? Okay, they either have regeneration or spell casting, and I would probably assume they have regeneration. Hmm. And Stripey's turn. And then Shava's turn. All right. He waits anxiously for me to run, and I do that. Ooh, have have Stripey drop caltrops behind you. Hmm, there you go. <laughs> he just, like, spreads them out like confetti. <laughs> yeah, this is like Mario Kart, basically. You, just, you need him to be the second person. A sidekick. Okay, do you disengage or do you dash? I'm going to get hit anyway, so there's no reason not to just dash. You were very lucky because only one of them hit you, and again, minimum damage. Wow. Jeez, dude. So you take four more points. Nice. Nice. Oh my gosh. That's good. This might work out. I should be dead. I should be (laughs) dead as a doornail right now. I should be dead too. (laughs) I'm at one. I'd say the first half of this combat was a solid mix of a lot of luck on my part and a lot of bad luck on yours. (laughs) <laughs> That's true, we did. At this point, it's about evening out. Yeah. They chase after you and make it to Tokus standing in the doorway, since Tokus at that point would be closer, but they can't attack because that's their full action. Yeah, but but they're going to cause me to need to disengage. Yeah, but you're close enough to the doorway that you can get outside. Outside to do what? <laughs> to hopefully have them stop chasing you there, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's the only, only thing we can hope for. Either we die or we don't, right? Either they keep chasing us until we're dead or they don't. We are already walking dead people if they're not going to stop chasing us, right? 
Aslo's turn. Only about three of them have actually continued to chase just because of the logistics of trying to all squeeze into the spaces there. The rest of them are kind of lingering back in the chapel where you are. At the moment, they're not really moving around. They're just standing there watching to see what happens, which means they're all in the doorway and you can't really make it through. I think what I'd like to do is make my way over to one corner of the room and then I'd like to either pick up a rock if I can find one or if not then I'll just take a coin and I'd essentially try to wait till when they're not looking and then throw it into the room on the far wall. I'm touched that you would waste precious copper for our sakes. Oh, oh yeah. You like try to throw it and it won't leave your fingers. <laughs> like, ah, no I can't. <laughs> <laughs> As you head over towards that corner, you spot Tokus' shield on the ground. Mm. Coincidentally, there's plenty of rubble from broken pews that you could pick up and throw. I wait till none of them are looking, pick up the shield, which then immediately goes invisible, pick up a rock, and throw it. So you make it over there, and you can pick up either pick up and throw a rock or pick up and stow the shield away safely. Don't worry about the shield. Then get another one. Well, I also have an hour, so... But you've made modifications to it. That's true. Uh, I pick up a shield and stow it away. <laughs> or actually, if I hold on to it, will that help my AC, or do I have to be proficient? I think if you're not proficient, you like have disadvantage on attack rolls or something while you're holding. I don't remember. Oh. All right, I'll put it away then. And we're back at Tokus. You're in the doorway. The creatures are on the opposite side of the doorway. It's just one door that's kind of halfway open, just enough for them to walk through. Yeah, but they're in melee with me, right? That was what you were saying? Uh, yes, but they're also on the opposite side of the door. Could I close the door <laughs> and then dash? There is one in the way of the door right now. Hmm. You'd have to pull it closed and he's standing right there. Okay, that's unfortunate. So I'm, I'm thinking up of something different than just disengage, hope to make it far enough away, which is not the case with my movement speed. I'm considering trying to knock one of these guys prone, either with a shove or the boots. Seems like a decent idea. They also wouldn't be able to attack with a reaction right if they're on the ground. They might technically be able to attack, but it would be a disadvantage at best. If you got lucky like Shaba did, you could shove out of the doorway and then close it. And then run, right? Yeah. So you're basically saying I Spartan kick them, close the door. (laughs) Is that what you're proposing? (laughs) I could shove one into the other? Because I do have that inspiration for this episode. Not really into the other one, but you could shove one back away from the doorway and then pull it closed. Then run. Okay. You might want to use inspiration on the shove here. I'm, I'm considering it. Since you've yeah. been talking it's about pretty, it. It's a pretty important one. All right, so I rolled a 10 and a 17. Plus? Plus. Yeah, it's athletics. My athletics. Plus two. So 19. With your last ounce of might much as you can muster, <sighs> you push the beast back, Yes. staggers <sighs> slightly into the temple, and then you quickly grab the door and yank it shut behind you. <sighs> and then I'm gonna <sighs> run. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run. <laughs> okay. You take off running. Oh, that was epic. Wow. Yeah. Shaba, I'll meet you outside. We'll figure out Aslo later. I am outside, Tokus. That's why you just <laughs> shut the door. <laughs> oh, hey, what are you doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Stripey and Shaba, you continue to run for it? Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> we haul it. One of them opens the door and then takes a step outside and looks around and sees you're already a decent distance away. 
shakes his fist and yells circus bear curses at us. <laughs> I know, he yells, Felmendar! <laughs> Seems to shout something after you in a language that you don't understand. But it's wow. something that sounds like an actual language. Does it sound like a curse? Like, does it sound like he's cussing us out? Quite possibly. I think he's wishing you a happy birthday. <laughs> no, come back. We had cake. <laughs> we just wanted you to eat. That's like what the subtitle says. <laughs> We're just giving you your birthday beatdown. That's all. <laughs> One spanking for every year. But it seems at this point they're not super inclined to just keep on chasing after you because <sighs> they're all pretty badly wounded and they have enough food. This fight is not over, though. We don't <sighs> have an Aslo. Unless he's with us. Aslo, are you invisible and you're right next to me? Aslo? I start feeling around for Aslo. <laughs> so yeah, all the rest of them inside, Aslo, seem like they're losing tension and everything's winding down a little bit. They start to disperse somewhat. Some of them are licking their wounds. Oh, now we can go back to eating our lizard. Yeah, and actually that's a good point. I am going to just hang out, essentially. I've got an hour. Basically, you know, I'm pressing myself as far into the corner as possible. If I see them coming close to me, I may even put out my light, but essentially I'm hoping that they just go back to eating their meal. So you hide there for a while as the others continue to run. You can't see most of what they're doing from your position, but it sounds like some of them are going back to the dining area. You can also hear some activity at the opposite side of the room, closer to the uh, the single bedroom with the one pile of leaves and fungus. So it sounds like something might have gone in there and... After another 30 seconds or so, you hear what you think are the double doors opening that would lead into the chamber with the basin. And you're not seeing any of them around, but you are hearing them off in the distance now and then. I will uh, start to move. I will keep shield in left hand and a couple extra stones in my right hand, just in case. And yeah, I'll start to make my way, not running, just focusing on sneaking and then starting to weave my way out toward the entrance. I'll have you make one more stealth check here to try to get to the door. Ten. So you're not doing a great job, but you're also pretty far away from them. You make it over to the double doors leading into this room, and you see that they've actually been closed here. I try to think if any of the ways we explored so far looked like they might have led to another exit, or as far as we know, this is the only exit, right? Yeah, as far as you know. Okay. I put the shield away and try to open the door. You don't have any trouble slipping through with a minimal noise. Do you close it behind you? No, I don't. <laughs> you don't see any of them out here in this room. Okay, I continue sneaking. And make it out to the main entrance. You can open the doors there. That will definitely make noise regardless of what you do, but you can immediately sprint outside without any trouble. All right, yeah, I do that. I take a deep breath, haul on them, slide them open, loud grinding noise, and then bolt. Okay, you hear some more noises coming from behind you as they seem to have been alerted once again. And it's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> but you're running too fast and too far to have any idea of what they're doing. Are you running back towards the entrance to this whole cave? Or? I would run out to some of the buildings, like the place where we set up camp first, and basically check around that area to see if I find them. Yeah, I forgot to ask. The others, where are you running exactly? Um, we run back until we're no longer being chased. And then we post up in like that building where we were camped out before, where we took our long rest. You make it back to the building first, and you have several tense minutes of waiting, mm -hmm. hoping that Aslo makes it to you. Okay, so uh, they're just hanging out, and I like sneak in, and I go right up to Shaba's ear, and I go, Shaba, 
<laughs> I turn around and put my hand around his throat. <laughs> Aslo, why do you always have to do that every time you go invisible? And I let up. It's too fun not to, Shaba. We thought we'd lost you, Aslo. I thought I'd lost me. I thought we'd lost all of us, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm really surprised uh, we made it out of there alive. Me too. All for nothing. We didn't get anything of value out of that. Nothing at all. It was a complete waste, wasn't it, Aslo? It was a complete and total loss. Just like an absolute nothing. disaster. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> if you found anything of value in that room, you would have told us at this point. So I'm just assuming that it was a loss. I make a sense motive check. <laughs> <laughs> Insight. I use my empathic ability. Uh, that is a 14. <laughs> I will make a deception check. That would be an eight. <laughs> Actually, guys, I did find something. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Asa, you, you can lie well sometimes, but not this time. I found this ring. It's my precious. Uh, no, actually, I didn't find a ring. But I found this cool stuff, and I dumped my bag on the floor, and it's like, oh wait, no, it's a, it's a, like a pottery bowl. Um, I show them the silverware and the uh, cool, ornate bowl that I found. Well, a few other things, like bowl and chalice and other... Yeah, they're like yeah. sacramental uh, whatever, yeah, relics. Wow, those look like they could fetch a pretty penny on the black market. Yeah. Or on the holy market. <laughs> yeah, I plan to just sell them and not do anything else with them. Mm. No, actually, uh, I, didn't, I didn't tell you guys this, but the guy from the temple, the one dwarf dude, uh, said that if, we, if I brought back stuff from Ildrazer and it was worth some money, uh, then he would be willing to cast that spell for that as the price. Hmm. That one divination spell. This was the guy who told you about this city? That's the one. Well, this was Rothtar the Blessed you're referring to, of course. I believe his name was Rothtar the Blessed, <laughs> as I recall, <laughs> personally. I see, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, never met the guy. Don't know him. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's a great dwarf, <laughs> if he is, in fact, a dwarf. You were just spitballing names? Yeah, just, just <laughs> pulling them out of my head. Man. And you guys see Shaba takes out, uh, like, one of those little spiral-bound notebooks, except it's, like, got parchment pages, and he, he's got, he flips to a page, and there's a line down the center in two columns across the top, and it says victories, defeats, and then he puts a tally mark under the defeats column. <laughs> and it back up and puts it away. Wait, how many other tallies uh, are there in the defeats yeah, column? Yeah, I want to see that notebook. <laughs> the defeats column is, like, almost full, and then the, no, it's, like, on the second page of the defeats column, and the victories has, like, two. <laughs> we made it out with everybody's life. Yeah. Those must be personal victories and personal defeats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's my journey toward knowing myself. <laughs> Oh, I'm really wounded, by the way. We're having this conversation, and I'm like... Oh, yeah. You have one hit point. Bleeding out. I have only a few left. All right. I guess I'll heal you guys, if I must. <laughs> I have 11. Well, Shaba can heal, too. Yeah, I can uh, pump some spells in you. Oh, we can do short rest. Oh, that's true. I'm doing great. I know you guys have, like, less than three hit points each, uh, but I found a cool bowl, and I got to spy on my enemies, so... It all kind of evens out, right? Yeah, we got the tar beaten out of us to within an inch of our lives. Aslo got the loot, (laughs) got out, got to see visions of his loved one and uh, his arch nemesis. And then we just got got the short end of the stick, I'd say. Yeah. We're going to be talking about a race on the way out of this cave. (laughs) (laughs) I I also lost my shield, so this has been... Oh, hey, hey, Tokus, I found this, and I give you your shield back. (gasps) 
my shield. Ah, it's still, it's not hot anymore. Sweet. It still fits like just like in the old days. <laughs> As I was like, actually, I've been carrying it all this time, and it's been scalding hot, and he opens his hand, and it's just like <laughs> third-degree burns across the whole palm. But I thought you'd want it. Actually, do I have third-degree burns? I mean, you've got some burns. It's just oh, okay. fire damage. Nothing a good old healing spell can't take care of. <laughs> so yeah, do we short rest before leaving here? Yes. We really underestimated those enemies. They were smart. And strong. They could cast... Bells? Yeah. 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 Maybe our next party member will be one of them. Some animals are pretty <laughs> intelligent, like wolves and stuff. Slightly above animal intelligence is better than you might think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Able to cast spells? <laughs> Man, that pretty is smart. slightly above. Yeah, for sure. All right, I used two hit dice, and I got, I'm got. i now at 29 of 36. Good enough. Yeah, that's a good idea. I will hit dice as well. Oh, 19. A 9 and a 10. Up to 20. Up to full. Can we move out of this accursed place? Is there anywhere else in this cave that we want to explore, or do we just want to get the hex out of here? Quite frankly, I'm sick of this place. Guys, yeah, I'm... You know what? I'm with you, Shabo. Let's let's get out of here. This place... This place makes me sick. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason the dwarves abandoned it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me when we get back to town... To do stuff. Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is, I have a bunch of like random inventory items that I need to clean up. Okay. All right. So we make our way back to the entrance and climb the rope mm-hmm. to freedom. If it's still there, that is. Freedom? Freedom, where did you go? <laughs> <laughs> you travel west, and as you get to where you left your rope hanging, you look into the clearing, you see the sunlight shining down in the opening. Oh, sweet, precious sunlight. And you see two kobolds looking at the rope, examining it. Hey, you kobolds, get away from that rope! Uh-oh. Don't we want to surprise attack them, Shabby? You can just pick them off. Yeah, I shoot them, and then I yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's an 18 to hit those two kobolds, with, the, with one, both of them with one arrow. Is what, what I'm attempting. You just like line it up so that their <laughs> yeah, heads are just like straight through the heads. <laughs> and that's ten damage. So one of the colds just immediately has an arrow fly out of the darkness and into its brain and it falls down. <laughs> the other one looks down, sees what happens, and runs screaming into the darkness. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Wait, we should probably kill him so that he doesn't alert the others. Like last time. But wait, all the others are dead. He's gonna go home and be like, oh no! I'll firebolt him. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, firebolt him. Take a shot, Tokus. Knock him out. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Four points of damage. Yeah, I think that's enough. <laughs> so you light him on fire and his burning body collapses in the darkness. Hey, at least we get to feel superior to something around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My ego isn't quite as shattered anymore. No, mine's still pretty shattered. I'm going to be living with this horrible, horrible reality. Shava takes out his spiral notebook, and he puts half a tick in the victory column, because they're just two kobolds. It's not really a victory, is it? (laughs) And then we go over to the rope and begin to climb, like we've never climbed before. So you're climbing straight up, like a 200, 300-foot rope? Yep. No problem. It's just another day at the office, Thane. <laughs> uh, if I can borrow someone's spare rope, I do have uh, ten pythons that we can use to 
assist ourselves. Did we, when we came down here, did we have a plan for getting back up? No, just leave the rope. Our plan was leaving the rope and going up the rope. Okay. I have some rope. Not that I would allow it to be used by the likes of you, Aslo Tendertoe. <laughs> However, no, yeah, sure, you can have my rope. Will it? Will I get it back, or hey, do I mark it off my character sheet? Maybe. Okay. All right, I mark it off my character sheet. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think there's a whole lot of risk of falling, except that you just get tired along the way. Yeah. Mm. So have everyone make an athletics constitution check. 19. 12. 12. You take advantage of Aslo's pythons, and you make it up to... And Shaba and Aslo each have one level of exhaustion. Okay. How's Petunia? Petunia, Taylor, and Ralph are still tied off at the top here. Wait, they didn't eat Petunia? (laughs) (laughs) Ralph didn't eat Petunia. Not that I know of. I give them each a hug. I'm glad to see you guys are getting along swimmingly. (laughs) They're just like standing there with a... They look up and they just got grass in their mouth chewing. (laughs) <laughs> well, they seem to have eaten most of the grass that they could get to. <laughs> There's just like a big circle of grass eaten away <laughs> around the length of their tethers. You must be hungry. Well, what did Ralph eat? Grass. That's why I thought he'd eat petunia. He just gnawed on the horse's ankles. <laughs> like a little ham bone. Oh, yeah, we get to the other side of Petunia, and, like, that side of her is missing. She's hideously scarred along one flank. Ralph was, like, munching on her in such a way that it didn't kill her, and then it, like, scabbed over and healed again, and then he took another bite, and then it healed again, and took another bite. Uh, it's oh like they gosh. formed this symbiotic relationship. <laughs> Petunia. <laughs> Wow, uh, man. Uh, well, they're all still alive, though perhaps a bit worse for the wear. Just uh, well, that's good. Being left out here. We should treat our mounts better. We can fix that. Yeah, being chewed on and whatnot. Yeah, we should take a long rest here. Shava's getting kind of exhausted after that climb. <laughs> hey, well, you just slept like two hours ago or less. Well, then we ride off into the night, sunset, sunrise. The moon set? The moon set, and we sleep whenever it is that we are tired again, and take a long rest on our way to our next destination. All right, so where are you headed, though? To our next destination, I said. And what, what is your <laughs> next destination? <laughs> to finish the Lady of Resuvia's quest. Let's get the map out. Okay, so you're not planning on going back to Fifth Nalar to grab some vials of holy water? We can't beat those guys down there. Those filthy monkey apes cannot be defeated. Yeah, I think what's more likely is if we want to have that happen, we go to Blast Rock and Chabin and I thumb war for whoever gets to look at their loved one. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Agreed. Basically. I mean, Chaba, no offense, but I think I should get to use the chalice. I agree. I should definitely get to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think... So this is, we're having this discussion as we're going. Hey, there's a chalice and a bowl. Oh, well, do we get to use each one? Does he give us a, a spell casting for each relic that we return? I don't know exactly. It's an interesting point. Well, we'll have to find out. But I think so. Tokus, I think it's more important to the plot of this podcast for you to find Mernie than it is for the plot of this podcast for <laughs> me to look at how my mother and sister are doing. But it's more important to Shaba's plot of his life. I was going to say it's important to Shaba to know yeah. how his family is. So Tokus and Shaba really get into it. We're going to get into this really great mm. argument and debate because obviously... Yeah. I want to find my missing peoples, namely Mernie. Right, it's important. I mean, even though my family's dwindling and possibly 
hating life and in peril every day that they wake up, you have very few of your kind left. We also don't know if they're alive, Shabba. One of us could waste the spell. What if we try to look for somebody that doesn't exist anymore? Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, that's always a risk. It's a risk you take. Is it just like find, like, Myrnie's grave? Yeah. <laughs> he's just dead in a ditch somewhere? <laughs> if I was Myrnie, where would I be right now? I mean, maybe he's chilling at the uh, Towers of Arcanomica or something. Who, who knows? Be on a, yeah, he'd be on a beach somewhere right beside the towers. He could be on an airship flying to a beach. Yeah, sipping a tiny umbrella drink with a straw. Yeah. And then he like senses the magic and he's like, Oh, Tokus, how have you been? It's like just my face. <laughs> yeah. Just breaks the fourth wall and looks at you. <laughs> Master, what are you doing? The world is in peril and you're on vacation? <laughs> That's totally like him. That's very much like him. Mm. It's so like him, you know? Definitely. That Mernie. <sighs> Alright guys, well we did it. We survived Ildrazer. Yeah. And everything worked out just fine. Mm-hmm. With no problems or complications whatsoever. Yeah, no, that was a walk in the park. This is great. Yeah, I'll say. So we are next on our way to Marleth Theronsford's shop at Easteranda in Erinth. Uh, no, no, no. Arliel and Lessonrel is the next one. Yes. Arliel and Lessonrel. Arliel and Lessonrel. How far away is Lessonrel? On your mounts, it will take you three days. Okay. All right. We travel for three days then. A travel montage. Yeah. Did we find some coconuts? Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. And then as we ride off into the sunset, freeze frame and roll credits. Mm-hmm. The end of the damage guild. The end of the damage guild. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. I mean, listening. For listening. You're not watching right now. And yep. have a great life. But with these credits, we have to have those stories. Like, you know, a moose once bit my sister. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what is that? The, yeah, the, that's, the moose that's in the credits for Monty Python. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and then there's like that weird like toothpaste commercial. <laughs> and then they're like they had the wrong reel, and then they switched the reel. So we had the wrong reel, and then we're like, wait, 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 wait the show's no, no, not no. over yet, guys. Oh, hold, hold just... on, hold on. And we switched the reels. <laughs> yeah. And then we're actually where we were traveling to, miraculously. Excellent. Your travel through the mountains goes relatively peacefully. You encounter some wild animals and such, but nothing that you can't handle. And eventually, your journey brings you to a small village nestled cozily into the rolling hills. The houses here seem to be almost part of the landscape, constructed from wood and earth and featuring natural colors and flowery paintings and designs. As you reach the first house, you spot a halfling man in the front yard raking leaves (laughs) and two children playing in one of the larger piles closer to the entrance. He looks up at you and does a double take when he notices Shaba, and licks over all your weapons and gear, scrunching up his face disapprovingly. <laughs> I really see myself settling down here, Toka starts to ponder to himself. It does look peaceful and idyllic. It's quite idyllic, yeah. If only there was a female of my race that still existed, mm. I could settle down, start a little family, you know. And he clicks his heels together and makes a wish. I click my heels together and this shock wave. an earthquake. All the houses crumble. Town's destroyed. We're like, get out of here. Never come back. By the way, those boots, I found the magic name for. Remember the cacophonous cowboy cleats? Ah, yes. That's right. What are they? Well, those are those the, the boots. Right. But you said you found the perfect name for them. No, that is the name. The cacophonous cowboy, cowboy cleats. cleats. Yeah. yeah, that is. Agreed. 
It's definitely the perfect name for them. Yeah. Well, no, I just feel bad because I was asking Thane for the stats on this. I, I Apparently, I'd opened up the wrong Kami export, the one that I didn't have some of the new notes. Yeah, okay. My bad. All right. So we arrive at Lil, Lilvio. Phil and Rel. Lesson Rel. Lesson Rel. Yeah, that place. So is she one of the shopkeeps or... You don't know. You're looking for Miss Arleo. Um, well, let's ask the guy with the rake. Yeah. Excuse me, man. I mean, halfling person. I mean, short person. <laughs> right, Aslo, I mean, maybe you crap. better do this. Why don't we let Aslo handle this, Shaba? Yeah. His face is just getting more and more <laughs> annoying. <laughs> All right, let me, let me take over. Uh, Good day to you, sir. We're looking for... Uh, first of all, how are you? Uh, we're doing just fine here. Good. How are you, and what brings you in the company of such vagabonds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that of them myself often. Um, we <laughs> are here to find a certain lady, Lady Arliel. Oh, yes, Miss Arliel. She's a bit of an odd one, her. He gives yet another disapproving look as you're asking for her. <laughs> she lives down that way, just outside of town by the river. I'm not sure what you'd want with someone like her, though. Yeah, neither are we. Well, what's wrong with her? She's, well, perhaps she suits your ilk. Ooh. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> that you. That was like a... Was she like a, a witch or something? Yeah, that was like a double diss. <laughs> you, like, insulted her and us <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of impressed. I'm not even mad at this point. Yeah, Miss Arielle will be hearing about this. What's your name? My name is Ranel, but what's it to you? Nothing. No, we're just going to relay that to her and see what she thinks about you, <laughs> what you think of her. I don't say that out loud. No. Oh, Randall, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Tokus. Tokus Alton. I reach out for a handshake. He hesitates for a second, but then begrudgingly shakes your hand. Just don't go causing any trouble. We wouldn't dream of it. We don't like those who have all sorts of adventures and weapons. And Do you have other folks that look like us come through these parts often? No, not too often. And I'd prefer to keep it that way. Thank my lucky stars that we don't. <laughs> I understand. Does he ask us to get off his lawn? I stand on his lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what he'll say. <laughs> As you cross the threshold of what is clearly his yard with nice little stones ringing it and everything, he just looks down at where you're standing and scowls. I just raked that. <laughs> he kind of inches closer and begins raking where your foot is. <laughs> <laughs> I pull Tokus back, uh, and I say, uh, so I'm sorry, sir. Pardon my friend, Aslo Tendertoe, AAA <laughs> team, Aslo's Assembled yeah, Adventurers. Uh, here's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's our business card. We don't cause trouble. We only make trouble. No, wait. We, we solve trouble. We help trouble go away. That's our slogan. With innovation solutions to complex problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. I'm Shaba. Son of Chaka, Last Adabde, Clan Exile, Tribe of Rakshan, some call me Windbrother, yeah, Shadow, and this, and this is Stripey. Hammerstone Breaker, they're not in Defender and Friend of Creatures, Great and Small. I did you well, Matt. I pray the shoulder and will be always at your back, etc., etc. <laughs> right, you know the deal. <laughs> now, let's go on to see her. And we, I push Tokus back onto his horse. Oh, I thought you were going to push the guy. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. <laughs> push him back. <laughs> just shove him and we walk away. <laughs> no, you get off my property. <laughs> get off your own property. <laughs> and I push him. <laughs> So we hop on our mounts and we head for the shop? Yeah. Where, or the river. We head for the river. The river. Okay. You make your way through town. You see a few more halflings here and there. It's really a small village. There's probably not more than a couple dozen. <laughs> but I'm sure it's a very small <laughs> village. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh. Asla takes offense. 
He literally just steals the fence. You take Reynolds' fence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this fence is mine. Thanks to your reason. I take offense at that. <laughs> Snags up a fence, puts it in his backpack, walks away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like a quiet, peaceful village. You go to where he pointed, towards the river, and just outside you see a particularly thick collection of large trees and vines. Passing through those, you see a house that seems almost like it was grown rather than built, with walls covered in twisting vines and branches that make it impossible to tell if there's even anything more to the structure underneath. The round door is painted in an autumnal orange color that matches the rest of the scenery quite well. You don't see any signs of people outside. Well, I guess we all know what the next step is. We make camp for the night. (laughs) (laughs) On their front lawn. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. We just have no respect to people's private property. Squatter's rights. If we camp out here long enough, it will become our property. Uh, I dismount, approach, and knock on the door. A few moments later, the door bursts open, and you see behind it an especially short halfling, just over two feet tall. Wow. (laughs) Good night. She wears a thick tunic under a heavy leather apron that shows signs of age and use. Her hair is styled in several braids that wrap around her head, sort of like a wreath. Mm. She looks up at you and adjusts a pair of lenses that frame her round eyes, her mouth turning to a slight frown. I don't recall ever meeting you before. What do you want in my shop? (laughs) Well, that's a way to greet a customer. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. 